going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome into the Bell Ringer podcast hosted by Sixers Wire of USA Today Sports Media Group. I'm your host, the editor of the Sixers Wire site, Kai Carlin. Now, guys, today I got a very special, special guest with me today, Philadelphia 76ers rookie Isaiah Joe. He's been falling down in the G League with the Delaware Bluecoats. Isaiah, what's going on, bro? Uh, not much, man. I'm just glad you have me on this podcast. I'm going to be honest with you, man. I'm a little jealous that you're down in Orlando and enjoying that sunshine. I, no, the weather is amazing. I, I got here. I'm like, I went on a, I went on a walk around the resort. I'm like, man, it feels good. Yeah, see, look, you're at this resort in Orlando in the sun. It's been cold as hell up here in Philly. It, it's, it's been it's been. <laughs> hey, ridiculous. don't worry. Don't worry. My days are shortening up here. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. We're just going to dive right into it at that at this point, man. Isaiah, first of all, man, I want to ask you, tell me about your rookie season because you got drafted. And then two weeks later, you're in training camp. Like, what, what was that like? Because normally, you know, these rookies, they got in summer league. You got a couple of months to kind of decompress. This year was like, nah, you're drafted. You're in training camp. What was that kind of like? Yeah, I think, you know, I, first off, we just had to get mentally ready for the quick turnaround. Uh, going into the draft, we knew that it was going to be a quick turnaround. And it was the same for every rookie coming in. So we all had to um, go through the same thing, go through this, you know, quick turnaround straight into training camp. Um, I think the main focus was being mentally ready. And then also, like, what was that kind of like for that situation? As you just mentioned, it was a kind of a quick turnaround. Were there any – did you have any contact with the veterans even going into training camp? Like, were you able to kind of talk to these guys and be like, hey, like, what's a training camp like or anything like that? Uh, so players like, you know, Ben would hit, hit me up um, after the draft. Uh, we just kind of, you know, chatted it up. Never really talked that much about the training camp because going going into it, you know, we knew what training camp was about. We didn't really have to ask too many questions as rookies. We just, we knew that it was going to be a lot of fast paced, a lot of learning, especially in this short amount of time. We had a lot to learn before our first game. So um, if we did have any questions, we asked them about it. Um, they always had the answers. And then also just kind of like going off of that, talk to me about the veterans, man, because like there are a lot of good guys on this team that are all that, seem like they're always willing to kind of step up and give you any advice that you need it right so guys like Seth Tobias Danny what have they kind of done for you so far this year even while like down in the G League like have they been in contact with you still yeah man we got a, a great group of guys a great group of vets even the coaches man um, I think the whole team as a whole and the culture is amazing here um, so you named off a few players those those guys they're willing to um, they're willing to drop down their knowledge at any time and they all have something different to bring to the table like we have a few players like Danny, Dwight Howard, who have you know won championships. They know what it takes to get there. We have great players and leaders like Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, Seth Curry. You know they all they all have something to bring to the table. And if we have questions on like, especially as a rookie, on like what needs to be done, you know what um what should we look forward to? What do we need to be prepared for? They always you know can rely. We can always rely on them to give us some um, solid answers. And as far as being in the G League, they do a really good job of staying in contact, you know, letting letting the G League players know that, like, we see y'all. We see how hard y'all are working. Um, they've been tuned in to these last few games for sure. And while I was in Philly, we were tuning in to a lot of the G League games, you know, just showing our support or whatnot. So they definitely, they're definitely doing a really good job showing the love. They haven't seen you hoop in the last couple of games, man. I think you got 12 threes over the last two. Man, you, you've, been, you've been shooting the hell out of the ball. So and I can see I that. Do. I feel it. I feel it. What's the kind of the biggest lesson you've taken from them so far? Like, has there kind of been like one lesson that you kind of maybe stands out from maybe one of these guys that you maybe took forward with you? Uh, I think just 
just be yourself. Be yourself. Work hard. Um, don't do anything, you know, to jeopardize your future. Um, so I think what what you've done, like they would tell me, what I've done so far has gotten me here. You know, just take that and just amplify it times 10 and continue to be yourself. What was the draft process like? Because obviously this year there were no in-person workouts because of COVID and everything. So, I mean, was it was it kind of like you were just kind of working out in like an empty gym or something like that? And then you hopped on like a Zoom call with somebody after? Like, what what, what was that kind of like? At the beginning, it was just it was like nothing but straight Zoom Zoom calls. I think I had a Zoom call with every team. Like to, by the time it got from in between April and July, I had a Zoom call with every team pretty much, and that's all we could do. There were no in-person workouts, none of that. Um, they were talking about doing some Zoom workouts. Um, ended up doing some workouts and making some clips and you know sending it to teams. But other than that, it was like straight zoom calls and i think the first like some of the first time the teams or anybody could see us like when it came to the combine honestly that kind of sounds like you're putting together like a like a hoop mixtape that like you would put on youtube or something like the way you just, like, <laughs> i think i think i think if they like wanted a video they wanted it to be like straight through like yeah. no cuts or anything so got you got you okay but the season has been you know it's been very different it's been very grueling because of this uh this pandemic and things like that for you as a rookie like how hard has it kind of been to like really come up with uh, a chemistry with your teammates for one because you guys really can't really hang out per se because of the protocols that the league has put in place so what has that kind of been like for you uh, i think the chemistry you know other than hanging out outside of like in philly um, I think the chemistry is going well because you got to think about it. We're in, we're stuck in the hotels with each other right. every every road trip. Like we have no choice but to you know just bond with each other during those times. But um, the chemistry with the guys is going good. Like like I said, we have a great group of guys, great leaders, like like our veterans that you know bring the team together. You know, so we can have that camaraderie. So so would you say it was a little easier, I guess, because of that? Because you got nowhere to go. You can only be in the hotel. Uh, to be honest, I have no, I have, I can't give you that answer because I haven't lived in a world where right. COVID hasn't been a thing in the NBA. So uh, right. that would be a question I would have to ask one of the older guys. But for me, it hasn't been. There has been no trouble. Has there any been like uh, any crazy rookie hazing this year? Like as they sent you on like on so many Popeyes or Chick Fil A runs? I, I know they did it to Tyrese. I, I don't know yeah. if they've they done it to you yet. No. So yeah, uh, me, Tyrese, and you no know, Paul Reed. We we had to get uh, Popeyes and Chick Fil A. You know, on some of the plane flights. But to be honest, luckily because of COVID, we haven't been able to to do that much because plane some plane flights don't allow food and things like that. <laughs> Um, but other than that, you know, carry some bags to and from, like, um, shoot arounds to and from games and stuff like that. But nothing, nothing too crazy. You know, you just got to go through a little rookie hazing. That's all. You do know that, that next year they might they might try to hit that on you because, you know, next year we're hoping that COVID's going to be gone by that point. So they'll probably yeah, have to Yeah, but that. see, they can't pull the rookie card on me, though. I'm no longer a rookie. <laughs> they, they, they might try. You, there's no lie about that. They might try. But, hey, I'm going to be like, I'm no longer a rookie, y'all. That, that's a good point. You're going to be in your second year next year, man. Exactly. They, they can't do that to you. They can't do that to I mean, you. It's, it's not my fault. You know, COVID came and messed everything <laughs> up. Y'all can't take it out on me. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. I mean, listen, some, some guys might. Some guys might. You got to hit it with might. that, though. You got to hit it with that, though. Yeah. So let me ask you, when you were sent down uh, to the G League, like, did you did you take it as, like, like man, like, like this is real disrespect. Like, like am I really being sent down to the G League right now? Like, was it something where, like, 
like how did you really take it did you take it well or, or were you just kind of upset that you were no. sent down to the g league no i actually just you know looked at it as an opportunity an opportunity to get better an opportunity to get some runs in and you know get in a rhythm um i think it's the was the best thing for me to be sent here and i was sent here in a great time we're playing for a championship so to be able to help this team you know go get that go get that chip is just it's amazing. So um, whenever they they told me the information, they let me know like hey, this is this is not a demotion at all. We're you're sending you to you know get your get some runs and get some rhythm going um, because sitting on the bench isn't gonna gonna help help you at all. And I completely agree with that. So now I'm just here trying to make the most of it. Yeah, because Doc, I actually asked Coach about it uh, like right after the demotion. He said you were too young to have an All Star break. So <laughs> so so that that is why he sent I you didn't, down. I didn't. I didn't need an all-star break anyway. <laughs> yeah, he said you were too young to have one. He said you had to go down and play play some games. Nah, he was like, he was like, or he was like, check this out. Well, you're not getting an all-star break, but guess what? I'm not getting an all-star break either because he had to coach. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that's a good point. That's a good point. He had to coach. So, speaking of coaches, you know, you're down in Del- you're down in uh, Orlando playing for uh, Connor Johnson and, and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, what has that kind of been like compared to Doc? Has there really been the, the true similarities between like the blue coats and like playing up with uh doc and the sixers uh, i think they kind of it's, it's pretty similar um kind of the same coaching style because we run a lot of the same sets um we have a lot of the same defensive schemes of course they're two different people but they both you know they're both looking for the best interest in the players and they want to win at all costs and they both have that that culture that they bring to the team so Connor has always been a guy who I think he's been with the team. Uh, I want to say like the entire time the Blue Coats have even been a thing. Mm-hmm. So what what has the what's the culture kind of kind of like like with Delaware? Has it always been like hardworking, real developing things like that? Oh man, extremely hardworking. Um, I can see it in the fellas as soon as like as soon as I got here. Like it's hardworking. That it's like a a family. Um, we build a bond real fast. Like I got here, had to quarantine for four days. Um, and as soon as I touched the court with the guys, like, it's like I knew them for, for years. So um, it's definitely, you know, we keep high energy, keep positive vibes and, you know, work hard and just continue to do what we do um, so we can win this ship. What's it been like having Paul there with you? Um, because obviously you guys were in the same draft class. I think he was just, I think he selected a couple picks after you. Uh, back in November, what's it kind of been like having Paul there with you too to kind of go through that with somebody with a fellow rookie? No, yeah, for sure. Paul's my guy. You know, as as you know, he was at, with me at Philly for a little bit before he was sent to G League. But coming here and having a familiar face right off the rip, it just makes it you know that much more comfortable with the situation and just being able being able to go through this um, this journey with somebody like Paul, as well as Tyrese being able to go through this journey with him when I was up at you know in Philly. Uh, so just knowing that I'm not in this thing by myself um, is definitely something that, that lifts you up. Now, speaking of Paul, Paul's famous line this entire season has been out, out the, the mud. mud. Yeah, there <laughs> it is. The there it is. There it is. Yeah. So listen, for all the people out there, man, who don't understand it, explain what out the mud means like to everybody out there. I mean, it's, that, it's kind of what it sounds like. You know, you're just coming from the bottom. You know, maybe for, for some people that just didn't have the made life growing up, you know, they, they come from little. This is this is what they have. This is their, their living. And so he really he really stands by that and he takes pride when, when he says that. Like, 
he's coming from somewhere he doesn't want to go back to. So he's going to do everything he can to ensure his success. Listen, I understand that. Like, yeah, listen, no doubt. I, to- I totally understand that. So speaking of the uh, the G League playoffs this year, obviously it's been single elimination this year. I, I believe in the past it's been like the best of three or best of five, something like that. It's a little different this year. Okay. Has, it, has it kind of given you like a, like a college type of uh, atmosphere just because, you know, the tournament and even the conference tournament was always a uh, single elimination? I know you didn't get a chance to have the NCAA <laughs> tournament last year. Yeah. I, know that, I know that got taken away from you. It did. It got stolen. Yeah, hey, I got mean, stolen from me. Listen, you guys were on your way last year, but uh, has, has there has it kind of been like any college type atmosphere down in uh down in the the bubble down there? Yeah, I mean, you know, single elimination. I think you get the best shot from everybody. Um, you just got to be ready mentally and physically. You got to be prepared because um, at any little moment something could flip, and you're the team that's leaving. And there's nothing you can do about it. There's no more games to make it up. Um, nothing like that. So you really got to knuckle down and make sure you're really focused every single possession and to make sure you win the game, kind of like college, because in college you only have one game. And you know what? I was actually, I was actually going through uh, your game logs last year, and I think today, last year, was your final game at Arkansas before, you know, everything hit the fan. You know, ah, yeah. you, know you know what I'm saying? Or maybe it was yeah. tomorrow, something like that. The point is around this time last year. What – Take take me back to that man. Like like you know you're in the SEC tournament. Are you know you you guys are getting set to make a run, and then all of a sudden you find out, you know things got canceled. Things are gone. So what what was take me back to that? What was that like? All right, that that was wild. That was wild. That was one of those things that when it happened, it still took like weeks to realize like, hey, this is real. Right. Like, we got done playing Vandy, and we go back to the room, and then there's talks about we may not play our next game. We may not play our next game. What? Really? <laughs> you you got to be kidding me. And they're like, no, nah, this coronavirus thing is getting real. So next game, like next day comes around and like, hey, pack y'all stuff up, man. We're, we're getting out of here. I'm like, we're just like, just like that. Dang, we're, that's we're how gone. it was. That's <laughs> how it was. Like, and then, and then they were talking about like postponing it. So I'm like, okay, we may, we may postpone it. But then after, after a few days, it's like, nah, there's never not coming. We're not coming back from this. So, it's over with. So oh, we get man. we get sent home. Like we, we, we get back to Fayetteville and the school is already closed down. Like every, everybody's already moving out of their dorms and stuff. It was, it was crazy. It was like, what is going on? The world is falling apart. Oh my God. <laughs> Dude, I can't even imagine. At that point, Isaiah, was there any was there any thought of like like maybe coming like maybe going back to college and like maybe doing one more round of it to that way to kind of make up for the fact that you lost the season or was it just it was always NBA? No, the, um, I was definitely, you know, split 50-50. You know, I was always going to, you know, test the waters, to test the waters in the NBA, see see where it would take me, see what information I could get from teams and things like that. Um, but I did re-enter college in the summer. I re-entered yeah. and then um, and then ended up re-pulling my name and enter, entering back into the draft. So I, I was going to go back to school, you know, to, to get one more year in. But then a lot of talk was like, COVID, COVID, COVID could end, you know, some team seasons, some, you know, conferences were saying they were going to play fall sports and things like that. So I'm like, I'm not going to be a part of that, man. I can, you know, I can take my shot with the lead. And I think that was the best thing for me. Right. That's totally understandable because I remember those talks, like, like, you know, we didn't know what we were going to do with the college uh, season. You know, yeah, but this I mean, year, so. I'm happy. I'm happy for the college season. The fact that they're getting, the, um, you know, conference tournaments, NCAA is supposed to happen. So, 
I'm real happy for him. Uh, my my Razorbacks went to Nashville. I think that was today. So I got my supporting them. You know, they're about to head into the SEC tournament. So good luck to my boys in red. Yeah, I know for a fact you're gonna be watching that. I, I, know, I, I know for a fact. I'm you're locked in. I'm locked in. Isaiah, man, so it, it can't just be basketball all the time, right? Like at some point you kind of like need, need a break from all that. What kind of hobbies do you like? Man, you play any video games, things like that? I am a video gamer. Uh, I think right now my biggest game is Call of Duty, Call of Duty Warzone. You know, I'm on that a okay. lot. Um, but one of my one of the things that I was getting back into during like this whole COVID season was like golfing. So I'm a, I'm a big golfer. Yeah, oh. so – Oh, wow, I didn't know that. What, what, yeah. All right, so so talk to me about golf, man. Like, why you like of, golfing so much? A lot of people, a lot of people don't know that. But um, growing up, I played three sports, which was basketball, soccer, and golf. And so I played golf competitively through middle through middle school. And um, after that, it was strictly basketball. But I was able to get back into it, um, play a, a lot of rounds during the summer. And so uh, just being able to get out there, relax, um, have fun with some of my guys, it's just it's a good time. All it's right, a now, it's a frustrating sport because I'm I'm very competitive and if anybody knows golf they know that it's very frustrating. Look, listen, I I get destroyed by mini golf and mini golf by my <laughs> friends all the time. So I'm going to. <laughs> I know it's not the same thing, but listen, I understand your frustration. I, I understand. Hey, I understand. Listen, it be like that sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I, when the Sixers were in the bubble last year, they got a lot of golfing in. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, like, since you're in the bubble, you have that chance. Have you been getting golf in these past couple of weeks or no? No, I think I think we're strictly on lockdown. Oh, OK. All right. I yeah, got you. I think this is a little bit different situation. I didn't bring my clubs here anyway. I got you. I, I was, got I'm, you. I'm here strictly for business. Oh, I hear it. Strictly buckets, right? Yeah. Strictly buckets. Now, because I, I was about yes, to say, sir. I don't know if you saw the video last year of Furkan Korkmaz. Uh, he had the he probably has the worst golf swing of all time. So oh, you, no, I, didn't, I didn't see that. I got I got to see that. I got to oh, give Furkie a hard time. Oh, yeah. Listen, there was a video that kind of got floated around Twitter last year. I think Josh Richardson took the video. Furk's <laughs> Fur, golf swing. It needs work. So you got to see him, Isaiah. You got to help him out. We can work on that. All right, so real quick, going back to the uh, the video games, man. What's you what what kind of system do you play? Like you play you PS Five or you Xbox? Which one? PS Five. Oh man, see, I'm an Xbox guy. I'm an oh, Xbox. You guy. gotta you gotta you gotta join the club, man. Oh, hey, join the wave. Here, look, listen, Isaiah, real quick. I've been throughout the. Uh, I was never really a big video gamer until the pandemic hit, right? So I, I had. Feel like, I feel like that was for a lot of people. All right, that was everybody. But yeah. listen, I was rocking with an Xbox 360, like not even like an Xbox not even One, a one. Okay. not even a One. <laughs> so all of my friends are over playing on like Xbox One, playing online, and I was playing NBA <laughs> 2K12 throughout the whole <laughs> quarantine. <laughs> and I, and my, my my player mode was on the Charlotte Bobcats, and I was trying to lead the uh, the Bobcats to a championship on 2K12. <laughs> hey, 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 those are the days, man. Those are the days. So if that was if that was what you were rocking with, hey. All I had, and every, and like, I remember I went to Target, I think in April of the uh, the pandemic, and I asked for an Xbox One, and they said they sold everything out in like a week, like after like everything really shut down. And I was like, wow. oh man, I missed my wow. opportunity. I missed my opportunity. So uh, wow. yeah, <laughs> it's been rough. Gotcha. So do you still rock the 360? You have the one. You have the newest. Well, going down. Well, my boy, he he lent me a one. He lent okay. me one because he All had right. like he's got he had two ones so he lent me one like a couple months ago he was oh, like so, he was so like, basically oh. you're just gonna have it so long that it's just gonna turn into yours basically. at some point yeah I told him <laughs> I was like yo you're not getting this back you're not getting this back <laughs> so no. 
So Call of Duty Warzone, you, are you, you're not playing Cold War? Like you're not on that, uh, you're not playing Cold War or zombies, none of that? Uh, I mean, mainly I just get on Cold War to like level my guns and stuff, but I'm not, I, Cold War hasn't really impressed me like that. Oh, why not? I, I don't know. It's just something about the gameplay. It just hasn't impressed me. I mean, when I go over there, I, I do my thing now, but it's, it's nothing compared to Warzone. All right, well, listen, I really only play zombies because I'm trash at multiplayer, like, real quick. <laughs> my K&D, my K&D, you're going to laugh at this, I say, my K&D is 0.28. Like, I like, mean, but that, that's only because you don't play. That's a good point. Like, listen, I play zombies. See what I say? Thank you for uplifting me there, man. You know I appreciate that a lot. Yeah. All right. Talk to me about Philly, man. But, like, what's kind of, like, big adjustment moving for going from Arkansas to Philadelphia, big cities, passionate, passionate sports fans here, man. Like, I'm, the minute fans are going to be allowed back in the building and you'll be able to experience that, it's going to be different. Like, I yeah. know you haven't had a chance for that this year. But uh, what, what's been the biggest adjustment, you know, so far for Philly? I think, you know, just living outside of Arkansas. You know, I was born and raised in Arkansas, went to college in Arkansas. Um, I think by the time um, I decided to go into the league, I was like, yeah, I'm ready to get out of here. Yeah, I got, I got, I got, I got to see new places, you know, meet new people. So I've definitely been enjoying the move, but that was the biggest adjustment, just getting, you know, acclimated with the whole Philly situation. Um, I can, even with the fans not being there, I could feel the passion. I could feel the passion in the air and in, in like media interviews. They can, they really, they really mean it. And so, I can't wait for fans to get there. That's gonna be that's gonna be a hell of a time. Everybody's been telling me like, "Hey, you're missing out, man. You're missing I, out." The fans, the fans aren't here. I'm like, I'm. A, I already know. Like, this is this is my rookie year. I haven't experienced the fans, but I, I already know that the energy is wild. Absolutely, man. So we're gonna. I'm actually gonna end you off right now with some rapid fire questions. You ready? All right. <clears throat> all right. Like quick answer type yeah. question. Yeah, quick answer type questions. That's how we're gonna end this off. All right. All right. Let's do it. Uh, Favorite movie? My favorite movie? Yeah. Oh, oh man, that's a that's a hard. One. I I love movies. I don't know if I have a favorite. I think I'm really big on like Marvel, like all like the Marvel cinematic. Genius. I you know. I I could take that answer. I could take that. Yeah. Uh, favorite song? Mm, I don't know, but um, I really I really mess with. I got a few rappers. I really mess with like you know Future, Old Wayne, Lil Baby. Okay. Go that way. Yeah, I, I just love good music, man. Anything that can get me in the mood, I, I like. I like good music. I got you. I got you. Favorite cheesesteak spot in Philly? Have you been to one yet? I had a few, but I don't think I've. I don't think I have been to to the right ones. I got I, you. That's my question. I, I need to ask you and the rest of Philly that like, where where's the spots to go? And then, like at first, I didn't have my ride with me, and I didn't feel like you know. Door dashing some cold Philly cheesesteaks and stuff. So nah, no, nah, you can't do that. Listen, I personally like berries, but that's that 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 that's for berries. another time. That's for another hey, one. Hey, I need I need to ask the rest of Philly to just just to drop down some some spots for me. I got you, Philly. Make sure you guys hit up Isaiah. I heard I heard I heard there were a few spots not to go to. It was like, is it like Geno's or something? Oh yeah, don't go there. Don't go to Pats and Geno's. Yeah. Do not go there. They're they're the overrated yeah. tourist zone yes. part. If, if I haven't heard anything else, that's what I got out of that. Don't go there. Yeah, don't go there. And then final one, <laughs> final one, Isaiah. If you could go one on one against any NBA player, past or present, whoever, who would it be? I think for me, I think for me, it would have been the, you know the Mamba himself. Uh, oh, okay. That, course, was, that yeah. was my that was my guy growing up. Uh, you know, rest in peace to him and his his daughter. But that was my guy growing up. And if if I could, you know, play one one match against him, yeah, I'd do that. 
man, understandable. Uh, I'm, I'm the same way. That's Philadelphia 76ers rookie Isaiah Joe balling down in the Delaware Bluecoats. Isaiah, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join me. I appreciate it a lot. Good luck on Thursday, man. Yeah, thank you, Kyle. I appreciate you for having me. And that's it for the bell ringer. We're out. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs>